Bonjour, welcome to Chateau Rumier. Today we would like to offer you some of our greatest ones. We have a 1996 Chateau Palmer, a 2000 Santa du Gondas, a 1981 Chateau de Bastille, Chateau du Papi, and a Reichberg Romani Conti. But before I offer you any more, let me tell you that this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a million yen glass of Romani Conti, sommeliers, decanters, prodigal sons having to deal with a unusual inheritance, psychedelic descriptions of wine, elegant wino, and rude and pompous wine critics. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 160. Is there a wine you could recommend for me to drink with this manga? Back from our long hiatus, yes, it's the Spark and Manga Review, some podcast providing information and reviews about Kanegli and Ants narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying welcome back. I know it's been quite some time, and I know that some of you have been wondering, have we pod faded? Are we gone? Well, fortunately not. Yes, we have returned because life is deemed that it is our goal in life to tell you guys about manga and if they're worth reading or not we can't give this up it has become our life's pursuit and we enjoy doing it or i enjoy doing it yes we're back for another fun-filled episode and things have been very hectic over here in Zanland. yes besides moving some furniture around and dealing with a precocious two and a half year old well things have been a little bit different sorry about this just pouring myself something to drink because my throat's a little bit parched kind of fits also with the episode at hand because of what we're talking about so remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com you can email us sparkin at gmail.com you can email me 
at zanspirekin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter. We're on MySpace. If you ever go on that, we're on Google Plus, and we're on iTunes. Leave us some comments there so we know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. We also have the Spirekin Movie Review and the Spirekin Game Review, but you already know this, or if you're joining us for the first time, listen to some of them. We have some great content. We talk about everything from basic movies to wonderful video games and manga in general because that's what we're here for we're here to tell you about manga tell you what they're about how the art style is how the characters are and if it's worth reading or not yeah so we should get right into that because we have a very special and very classy episode today especially with what we're talking about now for those of you who don't remember from the last episode of the spark and manga review i spun that one that only the wheel of manga they dictate unto me that i'll be reviewing a manga which came out in 2004 there's 32 volumes. It's classified as a Senin series. It's technically a wine gourmet food manga. It was written by Tadashi Agi and Shu Okimoto, even though supposedly that's not their real names. This has been accredited for influencing wine sales throughout Asia. And it's also been in the New York Times. And it's currently being released by our friends at Vertical Inc. Thanks, Ed, for releasing this very shonen-esque manga with its 400 pages and very nice jacket copy it's really intriguing we'll get into that in a moment uh but the manga is called kamino shizuko or the drops of god yes this manga some of you may have heard of some of you may not heard of some of you may have thought oh god it's a wine manga why are we even interested in this or i'm not interested in this type of crap it's probably sophisticated bullshit no this is actually really cool it's almost the fist of the north star of food manga but let me explain why it is the fist of the north star of food manga so the manga is well it opens up in this restaurant where there's this young girl named miyabi who is she's a sommelier now sommeliers are wine stewards pretty much when you go to a restaurant a high class restaurant these people show up they show you the wine list and you pick a wine, they come out with a bottle, they sh- tell you a little bit about the bottle, they open it up, they let you smell the cork, and they do all this fancy stuff to make it look very nice and present it well. Also, they're able to make it taste fine. And Miyabi's an assistant, Somalia. She's not there yet, she's an apprentice. And as she's there, there's this group that's coming from a beer company, Tayo Beer, and they have a new client who's there, and he wants a 99 Reichberg Romani Conti, which is a very expensive wine. We're talking like a hundred thousand dollars for a bottle of this stuff so it's very prestigious and very tasty supposedly and so miyabi comes she brings it out she does the whole spiel about it and he's an old bitter man so he's like whatever just get me the wine i want to drink it pours it and immediately the guy's like this isn't the wine i tasted this tastes like shit what the fuck what are you trying to do you're trying to rip me off blah, 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 blah. getting really upset and he's ready to fire her and she's like but, but sir, this it wasn't opened, it wasn't corked, I don't know. And he's like, well, fine, try it yourself. And she smells it, it smells nice, and it's supposed to have this very mild taste. And it's this um, DRC, which is the region where it's grown. It's supposed to be really good, and she drinks it, and it tastes terrible. It's like, what the fuck? I thought this was supposed to be really mild, and it's, it's just, it was just horrible. And so... This guy's flipping out saying, you better get me a wine at your own expense. And $100,000 wine, really? Most people can't afford that. I mean, it would take me four years to afford a wine that expensive. And that's a fucking long time to afford that much wine. That's the whole yearly paycheck. But still, either way, that's a long fucking time. So people would be very, very like, what the fuck? 
take a long time and, and she'd be bankrupt. She's freaking out. And this young assistant says, hey, um, let me see the bottle of wine. And uh, do you have a decanter? And a decanter is this, this weird shaped vase where you're supposed to pour wine in and it actually allows it to breathe. And you see this guy literally just grab the wine, take the bottle, and he pours it in like a pro. And as he's pouring it, the wine's as thin as silk. It's like this is like the perfect, ultimate, amazing person to pour wine. And as he's pouring it, it looks beautiful and everyone's just in awe by this. The description of the decanting is his decanting was delicate yet bold and so elegant it dazzled everyone in the room. And so he does it, pours it, and gives it to the CEO. And the CEO says, you want me to drink this? He's like, just try it. Trust me, try it. And he takes a sip and suddenly, oh my god. This, this smells beautiful. It smells like a flower. And he drinks it. This was what I remember. This is amazing and wonderful. And suddenly everyone wants him to pour their wine. And it shows what decanting does. Decanting will open up the flavor. It changes the flavor subtly so you get it lets it breathe. That's why it explains in the manga why you need to let wine breathe. It's so it can actually, the air particles actually will change the flavor. It's very technical and I don't want to get into it because it'll, it'll be really fucking boring. But... Suffice to say, drinks the wine and everyone loves it. And he even gives some to the sommelier apprentice, and she's really happy about it. She's like, "Real, uh, really, um, thank you for helping me out. You didn't have to do that." And he's like, "Well, you know what? You should have some of it. It'd be a shame to waste it if he's gonna drink this, you know." And as they're walking out, he presents his card, and it's his name is Kanzaki Shizuka, and. Kanzaki is the actual name of a famous wine critic. And so everyone immediately thinks, oh, he's a he's he's the ultimate wine critic or he's related to this amazing wine critic. And actually, this guy is related to the amazing wine critic. He is his prodigal son. When Kanzaki was younger, his father did horrible things to him. He took him all over the world, made him eat fancy food, and made him eat things. I'm not talking things like regular food. I'm telling you, he made him eat dirt. He made him lick stones. He made him smell things until he had an insanely powerful sense of taste and smell. Also, he taught him the etiquette for pouring alcohol and liquor. And he now completely despises it. He never has dr- drunk wine in his life. He hates it. And as an act of rebellion, he now works for this beer company. Sorry, my throat is getting a little parched. I had to take a little break for a second. But... I forgot to say, when Miyabi drinks the wine, she's suddenly in a field with flowers. It's one of the cool things about this manga. Every time someone takes a drink of the amazing wines, they're transported somewhere mystical and magical. It could be Bali. It could be on a fucking carousel. It could be at a Queen concert. It's awesome. But, so, the crux of the story is that Shizuko gets a letter from his father's attorney to come home immediately. He shoots home. His father passed away. Didn't even tell him his father was sick. He died of pancreatic cancer with the bottle of wine right next to him. And his father was really wealthy, which I didn't think wine critics made that much, but go figure. And he has about a $2 billion estate. So, it's a pretty damn good fucking estate. But, his father didn't trust his son because his son ran away. So he adopts this guy at 23, which is bizarre because I didn't think he could legally do that. But he, in his will, he says, here's the deal. You two get to fight over my vast fortune of wine. 
The winner gets everything, the loser doesn't. The whole thing is that they have to find these wines, which Kanzaki said were the embodiment of wine. They are what represents it. It's not that they were the best taste or the best flavor, but these are what he classifies as wine. There's 13 of them. The 12 apostles and then the drops of God. But oh no, it's not that simple because the older Kanzaki, he didn't just write reviews. His reviews of these wines are almost lyrical poetries of what they represented. So you have no idea what the fuck he was talking about. It's just written in the little package, which only the judge will see. And they have to, based on these descriptions, discover these wines and talk about them and how amazing they are. And there's no time limit, which gives you a lot of time. Because they could stretch this out for a long period of time, like any shonen fighting arc. You gotta find one. But no way, it's not the right one. But they're getting there, they get they find there, and then so they can last a long time to find all twelve of them. I mean, at this point, with thirty-eight volumes, I think they found seven, with the eighth on the way. I'm not entirely sure. So you got a lot of crazy stuff going on. So it's this fight between these two guys. One of them is, as I said, Kanzaki Shizuko, the unexperienced ragtag, doesn't have the book knowledge. And then you have his rival, who is the douchiest character I've ever seen with glasses, but also someone I think is very cool because the fact that he is, well, he bangs a lot of women. Every month you see me fucking someone else. And sometimes you wonder, wait, is that girl underage? Well, you don't really know. But this guy, Tomino Izai, is the new adopted brother of Shizuko. And he has the book knowledge. He's intelligent. He's charismatic. But he's a douchebag. And we hate him. There's no really redeeming factor for him, but he has that knowledge, and he's just a douche. And that's the whole crux, is it's a fight between these two guys trying to get the drops of God. And since Shizuko doesn't have the book knowledge, he needs someone to help him out. And guess who helps him out? Yes, you're right. It's that girl, Miyabi, from the beginning. She is his assistant and helper, and there's that whole possibility that they're going to hook up. And there's all the sight gags, like at one point they both get drunk, they wake up, they're in bed together, but they're clothed, so maybe they're going to be together, maybe they're not. And then you have them both transfer to Tayo's wine division, where you have the insane guy who says, French wine sucks, it's all about Italian wine. And, and speaking of which, this guy is a fucking wine otaku. I mean, he's fucking crazy. He has a small, standard, six tomato mat apartment, which is really fucking small, and it's filled with all these expensive Italian wines in the perfectly zero temperature. And then he lives in the bathroom with all of his shit. So it's like, okay, this is weird priorities. All your wine gets beautiful, 100% perfect thing. You have nitroglycerin in these perfectly hermetically sealed bottles. And then you live in squalor. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, dude. It's fucking crazy. But he's just one of the many, many various characters in this manga who's batshit crazy. Including a guy who is like the greatest wine expert of all time. And it turns out he's a fucking wino. He lives in the park and he's a fucking wino. And he has a little tent. And he actually all over the park he lives in there's buried fucking boxes with his wine. Which taste amazing. And they're all like million dollar wines. So you're like what the fuck dude. Yet every time they're somewhere in the world he's there cleaned up. And you're like wait a minute. You're a wino and a bum. How the fuck did you get to Italy? We don't know but he's there. It's a competition manga because it really does get to that point where they're learning about the wine and they're trying to get to that point and they're constantly trying to best each other. And you have all these mini bosses that show up to get them better. Like in all these little stories, like at one point you have 
this guy who's running a restaurant is failing and then Shizuko's going to help him find the wine that's going to make the food be great to impress the wine critic who is Zaya to piss him off to make him say this restaurant's great so they won't lose and you have the two brothers who are fighting over their dad's wine shop so they split it in half one is all about cheap 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 wine the other one's about really fancy smancy wine and then you have the lawyer who's actually rooting for Isaiah, who's trying to screw over Kanzaki, and she doesn't believe him because she thinks he's just an idiot, even though he has the book knowledge and the taste knowledge to tell what's awesome and what isn't. And the cool thing is that a lot of the mini-bosses that he fights, as with any good shonen manga or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, when Kanzaki beats them, they're suddenly on his side and helping him out. So that's pretty cool. And these are just the tip of the iceberg of all the crazy shit that happens in this manga. I gotta say... As the manga goes, it draws you in because there are so many interesting things about this manga. And now, besides the beautiful artwork, and I will say this, that Shu Okimoto's artwork is beautiful. It's a little bit manga style with the face a little bit because you do have a little bit of that big eyes. But for the most part, they're very realistic. And the backgrounds and the wine look amazing. There are some beautiful pictures and beautiful artwork. Some of these you actually want to just take out of the manga, make it into a poster, just hang it up, and it'll make your room look classy, your apartment look classy, your house look classy. And also, as I said, this manga will help you get laid because of all the little trip tricks it teaches you, because it teaches you things which you never knew. I mean, besides the fact that it teaches you about a Reinbach is, also teaches you about situation about where wine comes from and why it has certain tastes and what makes a wine a wine or how is the proper way to drink wine and why do you not drink a wine that's less than two years old or how come when you drink certain wines you can't have certain foods with it like if you drink a very mild wine you can't have oily because it'll an oily food because it'll taste more oily or you can't eat a dessert wine with a meal because the dessert wine's too sweet and a meal might be too heavy it's all these little aspects which you combine to give you this knowledge of wine which is intriguing and also like in certain movies like sideways whenever the wines were talked about people would go out and buy them so it's a very smart fucking marketing trick by the wine sellers of japan they go to the producers of drops of god and say hey here's a hundred thousand yen put this wine in there so we could sell it out and people will go buy it it's a brilliant marketing campaign and now since i do sound like a wine snob and a manga snob why do you the listener want to read this as i said because if you know about wine you can impress people i mean you can go out to you can go out to dinner with family and friends or a potential girlfriend say hey i know a little bit about wine you can actually kind of talk to them about it in a little bit enhance your their opinion of you because you know stuff about wine you can talk a little bit about it and it's pretty cool but also the story is engaging i mean it's this thing is will he make it or will he won't because and that's what you want to see you want to see kanzaki win and that's pretty cool so overall what can i say about this manga and this wine well first off the wine i'm drinking right now which is a uh, brotherhood winery wine What is it? The 2011? It's okay. It's a red wine. But, either way, this manga is really cool. 
it's very sh like I said, very shonen jumpish with the power creep of where when he's about to lose, he gets the knowledge and foresight to kick the shit out of the other person. It keeps going, and you want to see where this goes, where it ends up. And the art will get you engaged, and it's a more adult topic, which for you who are 18 and older, you can say, hey, I'm reading a manga. But it's not just a manga. It's a comic book about wine, and show it, and it actually will kind of be like, hey, that's kind of cool. So for this manga, Drops of God by Tadashi Agi and Shu Akimoto, I'm going to have to give it our highest rating of really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swap, and your soul be forfeit to the great Zomogustar. Hail il palazzo. Yeah, it's totally worth it. It's a very good manga, and it's one of the better ones I've read in a while. I really recommend it, and I would love for this to be released more widespread, because unfortunately with Borders gone, and with Barnes & Nobles, there's not a lot of them. You know, it's going to be hard to find it, but it's worth it. I mean, on Amazon right now, you can buy the first volume for 8 bucks, And like I just said, 8 bucks for 430 pages is really a good deal. That's two mangas for the price of one, or half of one. Check it out. It's totally worth it, and it's a fun read. I mean, if you're a fan of violence, while you don't get the Hokuto no Ken, levels of insanity there is a couple of fist fights and just drunken brawls but nothing too crazy it's more about the one guy one-upping the other guy so you get that and that intellectual combat instead you get a little bit of that you get a little bit of weird humor you get some just crazy shenanigans going on and also you get the psychedelic scenes of them tasting wine and suddenly they're transported to places like a rolling stones concert or to a graveyard or to the middle of the Tiki Islands. You see all this cool stuff. But again, I digress. So with that in mind, remember you can you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us spirekin at gmail.com. You can email me at zanspirekin.com. And remember, you can check us out at www.spirekin.com. And in a month's time, we're actually going to be at New York Comic Con. Yes. Unfortunately, I did not get the press passes, but I will be there with a press badge. Don't ask how and don't ask why, but I'll be wearing my old, but I'll be wearing a press pass. So one way I will be going there, one way or the other, and it will be awesome. It will be great. We're going to have a good time. Me, Baz, uh, Timbo's not going, but Hope will be there as usual, and I'll meet some of my other buddies, and hopefully we'll go karaoke that on Saturday night. We'll see. Hmm. So, with that in mind, I guess that part you're all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. You guys ready? The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga accepts a substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the 10 slots. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 162. So this would be cool. So let's spin. We'll see what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Because we got some very good titles and some really bizarre ones as well. Number four. Okay, this is just bizarre um so uh 
in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I guess I'm sticking with wine for a while. We're reviewing a manga, which is not about wine itself, but it's actually about the person who serves the wine. So in the next episode, we're reviewing a manga called Les Sommeliers. That's really fucking bizarre, because I just put that as a gag. Oh well. So I guess that's it for this episode. Um, should be fun, and maybe I'll drink a different wine. Maybe I'll go, I'll go get some meat or something. We'll see. So, damn, that's good. I'm going to go get drunk off this wine. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time. And, uh... guys are interested in buying any of our books or mangas check out our store at www.amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash sparkin we have a bunch of mangas up there we got a bunch of dvds on there buy some stuff send us uh money so that we can afford to keep this podcast going for another four and a half years or six years we'll see catch you guys next time i'm gonsville